Hello and welcome to Walk by Faith with Diana. I'm Diana Abercrombie and I'm so excited that you're here. I can't wait to see where God takes us on this journey. My goal for this podcast is to dig into God's Word, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us, and teach us how to apply His Word to our lives, and then turn around and help others in their faith walk. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 4.4, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I don't think we can live it if we don't know it. I want us to dig into God's Word, pick the Scripture apart, and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us how to apply it in our lives. Again, thank you so much for being here with me. Let's start walking, shall we? and welcome to another podcast episode of Walk by Faith with Diana. I have been thinking quite a bit recently about how faithful God is in supplying our needs. The past couple of months have been very interesting for my family and I. Quite a bit has happened. So this morning, as I was beginning this podcast, I couldn't help but think how grateful I am that God was with me through all of it. Not only with me, but with my family members who have definitely been hit the past couple of months with some really hard stuff. The verses that God brought to my heart during this particular season of life are Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And then another verse that he absolutely um, just brought home to me these past couple of weeks because he absolutely came through was Philippians 4.19. And my God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Now, we're going to sit in those verses for a little bit this week. But before we start, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, here we are again. Just very grateful. To be here. I love just digging into your word as these last couple of months have been um, just, just a little hurtful and just a lot going on, Lord. I'm just so grateful that you were with us, that you were with me, that you were with my family. Grateful that you are allowing me to share some of my walk um, the past couple of months with you. I'm, I just am so grateful that you're allowing me to share that with others. I pray, Lord, that as we go through these verses, that Holy Spirit, you just speak to our hearts. Help us to see that you are with us. Help us to understand that we are invited to come to you and to pray and to let our requests be made known to you, but that we we do have to come to you with a thankful heart and that we need to understand that you already know what we need and that you will supply our needs. Grateful that we serve you, O oh Lord, who knows everything, is all-powerful, all-knowing, always with us. Thank you. Prayerful for each person who is listening to this podcast prayerful that whatever season of life they may be in, that they are very aware of your presence with them, 
um, very aware that they are invited to come to you and pour their heart out to you. Just, Lord, thank you that you allow us to empty ourselves before you so that you can begin filling us up with more of you, that you can give us a different perspective than what we can see. Thank you, God. Prayerful, I pray that as we go through these verses today, Holy Spirit, show us something, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So as I said in my prayer, um, we've had a couple of pretty rough months in my family, and just a lot has been going on. Some big, some not so big, but just all of it together has been a little overwhelming. Um, last month, my niece passed away. She was 56 years old, and my sister, who is the oldest of seven children um, and is my niece who passed away's mother, um, we, my, my niece and I grew up more like sisters than we did niece and aunt. Now, my niece had been battling cancer for a few years, and the Lord took her home to be with him on July 10th of 2020. My 74-year-old sister lives in Kentucky, um, again, as the mother of the niece who just went home to be with Jesus. She fell and broke her foot in three places and had to have surgery just a couple of weeks after my niece passed away. My brother-in-law is 81 years old, and he cannot get around very well, um, so he has not been able to really take care of her. And my heart was just so broken because I really wanted to be there for my niece um, before she passed away, but she lives in Arkansas or lived in Arkansas, and because of the COVID-19 restrictions that we're under right now, um, we weren't able to go and be with her. When my sister fell, I was very concerned and upset that I couldn't get there to be with her. Again, because of these COVID-19 restrictions, um, we were concerned that we didn't need to go uh, to Kentucky to be there since my sister and my brother-in-law are very vulnerable to this disease. They're 74 and 81, and we didn't want to take anything there to them. So we prayed about it, we talked about it, and we all just decided that it would be best if we did not travel back and forth right now. Now, before I go any further, I, I do want to say that my sister has such an amazing church family who sticks with her so closely and has been there for she and my brother-in-law. They've provided food. They've taken my um, sister to her doctor appointments. Um, the pastor's wife is a dear friend of my sister's and just sat with her through her surgery and was there with her, took her back and forth. I, I'm just forever grateful for a church family. And I, as I look back at that and I, I kind of think about all that, I see how God provided every need. He provided every need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Her church family was there for her and took such good care of her when we were not able to be there for her. I'm so grateful. At the same time, my heart was just broken because I really wanted to be there for them. Now, God protected my sister through all of it. He protected her through her fall. I mean, it could have been so much worse because when she fell, she was alone in her backyard and there was no one there. No one could hear her calling for help, but God heard her and God sent a man that my sister had never seen before to literally pick her up 
and get her to her husband. And then this same man went across the street and notified her church family that she had fallen and her church family came running. So there's another way that I can say God prepared her church family to meet her needs. He prepared a man that my sister had never even seen to come and help her get to her husband when he couldn't hear her calling. That's God's provision at work that I can see. And then when my sister had her surgery, God was definitely guiding the surgeon's hands through all of her operation. They had originally wanted to go in and put pins in. But because my sister's bones were too soft, they ended up having to go with plates. So the surgery took a little bit longer than expected, but God has provided through it all. And there's going to be some rehab involved, but, but we believe she's, she's going to be fine and that her leg is going to be fine. Only God can do the things that have been done here. So as I was reflecting on all of that this morning, I realized how faithful God has been through it all. He walked us right through all of it. We had to walk through it, but we were not alone. And God kept his hand on us the entire time. His peace, which passes all understanding, was very present and guarded our hearts and our minds through all of it in a way that only God could. I saw his peace at work in my sister and in my brother-in-law through all of this, through the death of my niece them not being able to get there. I saw how they just clung to the Lord. I knew that only God could give them the peace that they were experiencing in all of this. In fact, my sister and I talked about it quite a bit, um, and we have been talking about it quite a bit the last couple of weeks, and it's just so evident that God has been with us. And I'm so grateful that we are able to see it and say that He is faithful. He was definitely with us as we had to let go of my niece, and he ever so gently reminded us that she's in heaven with him, and she is completely healed. My niece loved the Lord and accepted Jesus as her Savior at a young age, so I know I'll see her again, and she is with so many of our loved ones who have gone on before her. My mom, my dad, and three of my brothers have all gone home to be with Jesus. I can only imagine the reunion that they all must have had when she got there. I saw God's peace in my niece as she prepared to go home to be with Jesus, a peace that only God could give her. I was able to see her minister to her husband and her family as she was going through the cancer. She had such a strong faith in the Lord. It was just amazing to see. And it was amazing to see God's peace just swoop in and take over. I'm so grateful. Now, there are some other things that added to all of that, some honestly, in light of all that, very minor things, but still things that just kind of piled on top of each other, one after another. Our AC unit went out, the battery in my car died, we now have a leak in our shower floor that's going to need extensive repair. So, I mean, there's just been quite a few things, quite a bit going on in the last couple of months for me as well as for my family. Just things that kind of come in and nag at you. Um, of course, my sister breaking her foot, my, my niece going home to be with Jesus are so much bigger than the AC unit and the battery in my car. But just those things piling on top of each other can be overwhelming. 
And I have to admit, all of that could have gotten me in quite the tizzy because I am very quick to get frustrated over things like that. My heart was broken for my family. And then all the other things that were piling on top of each other back to back, it was just a bit much. And I could feel myself getting anxious and overwhelmed. And that is where the Holy Spirit really used these verses in my life. He really brought these verses back to my heart and reminded me through them that He is there and that I don't have to be anxious, that I can turn to Him, that He's aware, He knows, He cares, and He is not leaving me alone. So let's unpack those verses a little bit because I love to to dig deep into the verses and just unpack them and ask questions and kind of just see where I'm at in my own heart with them. I want to talk about the first part of verse 6, which says, be anxious for nothing. Now, it tells us to be anxious for nothing. And on the surface, when I think about that, my first thought is, how in the world is that even possible? I mean, let's face it, things happen in life that make us anxious. They just do. But I believe what that verse is saying and what God has really shown me in my own life is that our constant state of being doesn't have to be that of anxiousness. Even in those situations that cause us anxiety, we don't have to stay in that anxiousness. We will become anxious. There are going to be those times when we have anxiety over different circumstances and events that are going on in our lives, but we don't have to stay anxious. One of the most interesting definitions I've ever seen for the word be is as it relates to forming verbs like bewilder or behave or become, and it means thoroughly or excessively. So we do not have to allow those anxious feelings that come to us when certain things happen in our lives. They're going to come. We're going to get anxious at times, but we don't have to allow those anxious feelings to become excessive and thoroughly frustrate and overwhelm us. That's what that verse means when it says, be anxious for nothing. There are going to be things that happen in our lives that cause us anxiety. But when we recognize that we're getting that way, when we feel that anxious feeling coming over us, when we feel anxiety coming on us, fear, anger, whatever it might be, we can turn from that and turn to Jesus and realize that we don't have to stay in that, that God is bigger than the circumstances that are causing us the anxiety. Now, many people believe that that verse is just talking about the things that we want, but I believe it pertains to anything that makes us feel anxious. I wanted to do something for my family, and when I realized there was nothing I could physically do for them, then I became anxious. I was upset. My heart was broken. When all these things started happening one after another, I wanted to do something to fix everything, or I wanted God to fix it. I started feeling anxious over all the things that were happening. And it just seemed like there was one slam after another. And I remember praying that God would help me see him and look beyond the fear and the hurt and the anxiety that I could feel coming over me. I could feel myself getting overwhelmed by all of it. Just the sadness and the, just not because I knew where my my niece was going to be. I knew she was going home to be with Jesus, but I really was going to miss her and I do miss her. And then when my sister fell, 
I wanted to be there for her. So it wasn't the fact that I didn't know Jesus was there. I did know Jesus was there, but I felt like I needed to do something and I could feel myself becoming anxious. I felt completely helpless and afraid. And then God reminded me that I need to pray. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, in those situations, in my hurt, in my fear, in those things that are causing me anxiety, go to him in prayer. I needed to change my focus and lift everything up to God in prayer. I needed to remember that he is in control and the only one who can do anything in the midst of all this. He is the one who is faithful and he already knew all of this was going to happen as it happened, when it happened, and for the reason it all happened as it did. God knows, he sees, and he cares, and we're invited to be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let my request be made known to him. Now, what could my request be? In those moments, my requests were probably all over the place, to be honest. Lord, help me get to my niece. Lord, help me get to my sister. Lord, how is all of this happening? Lord, can you please fix this? My heart and my request, I'm sure were all over the place. But as I brought them to him in prayer and earnestly asking him, I remembered that I have so much to be grateful for. I can bring all of that to him with a grateful heart. I can let my request be made known to him. And then be grateful that I can come to Almighty God who knows what I need and will provide all of my needs. So in everything, right where I was, in my anxious feelings over everything that was happening that I had no control over, in all of that, by prayer and supplication, which supplication just means the action of earnestly asking for something. And even that word earnestly, it just reminds me of how I prayed that day because I was earnestly going to him and saying, Lord, help me. Lord, what do I do? Lord, I need to get to my sister. I can remember just praying all these things to him. And then as I poured all of that out to him, I could feel his peace coming back on me. We're invited to take our request to God, to pour our hearts out to him. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the part of the verse that says, with thanksgiving, to bring our request to God. That's not always easy when we're going through something that's hurtful or scary or it seems like something needs to be done right away and we just can't seem to get it done. But scripture says we're to go to him with thanksgiving and make our requests known to him. So what is it that we can be thankful for in those moments, in those situations, in our anxiety? The thing that really came to my heart immediately was that I can go to God, that I don't have to stay in that anxiousness. I can come to God and say, Lord, I'm scared. Lord, I'm anxious. Lord, I feel like there's something I need to be doing. And I'm grateful that you know and help me see. And that can, I can be grateful to God in that. And I'm so um, aware of that now as I grow older and as I, as my walk with the Lord matures, I'm, I'm so much more aware of what I have to be grateful for. And when I come to him with a grateful heart, it doesn't mean that I'm grateful for the situation that's going on. 
I honestly, in my humanness, don't know how we can be grateful for some situations that go on. We don't understand why things happen the way they do at times. We don't understand God's timing. We don't understand. So it's we can't come to him and say, I'm grateful for this situation. That's not what he's talking about. When we come to him with thanksgiving, we're coming to him with a heart of gratitude that we can come to almighty God, who is all knowing, all seeing, all powerful, always in control. And we can pour our hearts out to him and ask him to help us and be with us and know that he says he will provide our every need. I immediately started thinking about how God had provided for my family and I through all of this this stuff that was going on through this difficult time that we were going through. Now, I didn't know how God was going to work everything out when I first went to him in my anxiousness, but I knew that he would be with me and that he would work all things for good. He says that he will work all things for good to those who love and serve the Lord, to those who are called according to his purpose. Romans eight twenty eight. I can always be grateful for that. I can always be grateful that nothing surprises him, that anything that touches me has to come through his hands first. I can always be grateful for that. Even those hurtful things that come my way, God knew they were coming and he's prepared me for them if I will just turn my heart and my mind and my focus to him. Nothing can touch me unless it passes through his hands first. I've learned over the years that when I start feeling anxious or angry or fearful and I can't seem to step out of that, then I need to go back and check where my heart is. Am I grateful? Do I realize that I have something to be grateful for? And when I go back and check where my grateful heart is, then God always meets me there. Always. God is good and he is always working. He's never surprised by anything and he promises to provide all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Now I want us to look at that for a second because many, many, many times We don't realize that what we need is Jesus, that what we need in our anxiousness, what we need in that situation that is overwhelming us, what we need is Jesus. What we need is a grateful heart toward Jesus who is working all things for good to those who love and serve the Lord. God knows what he's doing. And we can trust him in that. He knows everything that is happening before it happens. When I bring my request to God by prayer and supplication, earnestly asking him for something, I need to be mindful of what I'm asking him for. I need to remember that he is God and he already knows what's needed in every situation. I can be grateful for that. I can come to him with a grateful heart because I know that God already knows the end from the beginning and he knows everything in between. I can bring my request to him in the midst of everything that's going on and be grateful that he's promised to provide my every need. If I need it, he will provide it, period. I can always come to him with a grateful heart when I remember those things. And I can remember going to God often and just saying, Lord, right now I don't feel grateful, but I am grateful for you. 
I am grateful and I choose to be grateful. And many times that's what we need to go before God and say so that he can then turn around and and give us that grateful heart. Remind us of those things that we need to be grateful for. God knows where we are. He knows our hurt. He knows our pain. He already knows everything. And I'm so grateful that he does know, that he meets us where we are, that he allows us to empty all of the anxiousness that we feel, all of the anger that we feel, all of the hurt that we feel. He allows us to come to him. In fact, he invites us to bring all of that to him and leave it at his feet. And then he is able, when we get rid of all of that, He is able to pour more of himself into us. He can give us a different perspective. He can help us see him in whatever's going on. He can help us see his hand moving in whatever it is that's going on. And for that, we can always be grateful. As we close this podcast episode today, my prayer is that we come to God with thanksgiving. I pray that we are grateful that we're invited to come to him with our requests, knowing that he's with us. He is in control. He is aware of every situation, every season that we walk through, and he will provide our needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. We can always be grateful for that. Please remember that you can visit my website at www.walkbyfaithwithdiana.com. Download the podcast and leave a review while you're there. Send prayer requests to walkbyfaithwithdiana at gmail.com. And visit and like my Facebook page where you can access all of this as well. Thanks so much for being here with me today. I will definitely be praying for you this week and ask you to do the same for me. And we will talk again next week. God bless you as you walk by faith and not by sight.